Welcome to Gay Porn Talk with Evan and Polly, sponsored by GayCheapPorn.com. Welcome to another week of Gay Porn Talk with your hosts, Polly and Evan. What, oh, how are you doing this week? I'm Evan. Oh, I'm, I'm doing well. Oh, fantastic. It's a wonderful, beautiful week in we D.C. area. That, we need that initial thing so that yeah, people so. know when they hear my voice, I'm Evan. Well, now they'll know because you have done very creative uh, video minutes that uh, I'm, if you haven't seen before, we just started uh, at the beginning of the year. Uh, and they're going to get more creative as the year goes, <laughs> goes by, apparently. But uh, Yes, these initial ones were, were kind of crappy because I had problems with the camera. Yeah, but your so ideas... We're, we're, it's not easy being green. <laughs> but your ideas are very good, uh, and, um, and so they should be able to see us. I haven't seen this video a minute, but you tell me it's... The funny. one coming up? Yes. You're very funny, yes. Uh, well, I, I don't never... I never... You know, it's just... Unfortunately, it's the way I am. And just, just just sort of a little bit of inside baseball, the way that we actually do it is that we record the intros and sort of the extras, a little bit at the end uh, of us separately, so that we do those sort of all at once and then and then work on those. And then when we, we after we're done with the podcast, we basically just sort of record a sort of voiceover track that we cut apart and edit uh, to put with the pictures so that you have like a one-minute sort of synopsis of the, of the podcast. And yeah, maybe so some of our listeners would, would rather <laughs> listen to that, perhaps. Well, I think it's also, too, we, uh, it was from a listener who actually got a, a letter today from as well, who um, suggested that you know we, he would like to see some of the items and the photos. And if you don't go to our sponsor's page to see the photos of the items that we've talked about at gaycheaporn.com, then this is another way to check it out. Right? And, and that's not really me. So what, That's not what you... I had a, I had a body double. Oh. <laughs> that's like, not really me. That's not you? That's no. not really me either. Uh, no, that was you. That's me. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a beautiful... But it wasn't me. I got... The, and... and Synchronize my voice perfectly to this actor. It's incredible. Oh, it's good. I'm glad, I hope you didn't pay too much for the actor. <laughs> I never pay too much. Um, beautiful week in D.C. area. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's got to be. What do you think today? It's got to be like uh, almost sixty. Yeah, it's beautiful. I was out with a t-shirt, and you're over my house because I wasn't feeling well yesterday, and you were kind enough to come over and do the podcast at uh, personally in my house. So we never know what's going to happen. Maybe the postman will ring twice. Yeah, it's always exciting here at Polly's. Yeah, you never know if that... Tricks, uh, tricks are going to be falling <laughs> out of the ceiling, no doubt. But uh, so far, not as yet. You're the only person I've encountered. So far, UPS man should be here another hour, so maybe we'll be able to get him or not. We'll have we'll to see. go under an hour. Uh, we'll have to we, go that. We normally do. Yes. Uh, so uh, let's go on then with uh, some of our news. Absolutely. It's the news. Well, this week, I have to say that every time I turn on a gay news channel or something, it's all about Brokeback Mountain, which I saw over the holidays and you just saw last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we both had different um, ideas over the little things, but generally, we, I think both of our uh, comments were the same, which was it was haunting and it was just something, it was beautiful, filming was beautiful, the storyline was beautiful. And Heath Ledger did a very good job. Oh, Heath Ledger was incredible. There, but there was one point when he was in the tent and he has, he's doing this uh, speech uh, and it's, it reminds me a little bit of that guy was um, <laughs> the guy with the ah uh-huh, ha uh-huh, I'm gonna get me some of those little wieners ah uh-huh, ha uh-huh. you know that guy from the the sickle that he killed people with sickle you don't know what I'm talking about are you talking about sling blade yeah sling blade I'm talking about sling blade uh, it reminded me a little <laughs> bit his voice did, didn't it remind you of his I kid? can understand no I can see but you're <laughs> My, uh, my I was just watching it, and he's in, and he's doing the love scene in the tent or whatever. And he's like, I know, I don't know how to get rid of you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I was like, is he going to pull out a sling blade and kill uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's character? Uh, but in the news, 
the uh, thing that was interesting is Gene Shalit, who is probably one of my least favorite uh, critics. Because something about his hair and his handlebar mustache, just want to like go and put nair on him or something. I just despise him. And plus, his his critiques are always stupid and um, stupid. So what do you think? Of, but did you hear? <laughs> did you hear Gene Shalit say that not only did he rip apart, he's like the only critic who ripped apart Brokeback Mountain, which is fine. Uh, because it's winning awards and everybody disagrees with them. Uh, but what really bothered the gay community and, um, was that he called uh, Jake Hall's character a sexual predator uh, because he was after uh, uh, Enos, which was... Uh, Enos. Which was the other guy. So, what do you e- think? Enos would, Enos would run with penis. Which <laughs> <Well>, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> well, that was a whole other joke about the Enos. Like, I love you, Enos. I love Enos, too. Um, but so, his, and, and it got glad, all upset that he uh-huh. said it, and now he's apologizing. The really interesting thing about Jane, Gene Shellett is he has a, a gay son, and, uh, and he made these comments, and everybody's all over him about these comments. What do you think about the comments that he made? Because uh, just a lack of appreciation. Well, I, see, I think, it's, I think it stems much farther than that. I think it is what heterosexuals see as, you know, uh, gay people. I, I, think that's, it, I think it's just, even though he has a gay son and he loves his gay son, I think it's a real problem because what, what I think he's inferring to is that they both were married, they po- they. He, couldn't possibly be in love still with each other. They couldn't possibly just have done what they were supposed to have done and still been in love, that he was a sexual predator. And I think it's really kind of ironic because, I, I, you know, I don't know about you, but sending a postcard after sex, you know, seven years saying, would you like to go fishing? I don't know how much of a sexual predator that really is. He was probably talking about, about the initial part of the movie where, where, where Jake is, is just much more Jake Hall's character. Well, uh, Jack is just much more laid back, much more open to things oh, and, yes. and Innes' character is much more reserved but that, that's often the case and, and I think in this case as, as, as gay men we would know that, that Jack wouldn't do anything unless there was some no. sort of indication I mean this isn't this isn't like I feel feels really good when I get beat up so I'm going to go after some straight guys um, I mean there, there was there was some really obviously some chemistry there. well obviously I just uh, you know shame on Eugene Shallot and I hate your mustache <laughs> so that I, it just, I, you know, he's like what, 95 now, and he still has the same stupid thing that he had on going in the 60s and 70s, and just he needs to go away. So that a uh, wag of the finger. Wa- and actually, it's kind of interesting too because um, uh, Ledger, Heath Ledger, who I really do like, uh, bites back, and because he also was talking about too, and also in the news too, that Salt Lake City. Did you see they banned the movie even though they're under contract to play it? They banned the movie because they pulled it at the last minute. They pulled yeah. it at the last minute, saying that it was just too controversial, and she didn't want to. It was a lady who said she didn't want to um, play it. But then, and did you see what they put in place of it, which I thought was really kind of interesting? It's Hostel, one of the most violent films ever made in the history of the world. So it's okay to drill people and have blood splash and kick people's teeth in. But God forbid it's a beautiful love story that you should play. What do you think about that? Did you? I love Camp Blood. <laughs> Campblood.org is a gay horror movie, and I think I may have mentioned it back mm-hmm. in Halloween. And 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 actually, he has a, the, the the gentleman who writes the blog there and and the website, which is devoted to gay and lesbian horror fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a very it's a fun well, site to go to. I mean, he talks all about Hostel and basically about the the, the same person who. Produced, I believe, and directed Hostel was the same one who did. Um, uh, I thought it was Quentin Tarantino. He produced, okay. but, but, but I think the actual director, I can't remember his name, but he actually did uh, Cabin Fever. Yes, which also is very scary. Also very scary, and 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 you know, I mean, and he br- he breaks up the point about then the very beginning of the, of the movie Hostel, 
where the, the, the characters sort of are, are, are taking to call each other fag, fag, fag. And, and, and his, his whole point is like, well, you know, like they were saying kike, 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 or, or some other word. I mean, you know, they, they would be sort of, you know, I mean, and it's almost done just sort of like to, to, to here's my, my, my homosexual bona fides. Here, here's, here's, I'm actually not queer. Um, but what do you think more importantly, I think, uh, of, you know, America especially, who would much rather uh, put in place, they think it's okay to put in place that kind of movie and not show a beautiful well, love like story. America did. I think that this is Well, that was person. one Salt Lake City who has a lot of backing, I'm sure, from all her, uh, you know, neighbors in Salt Lake City. I've been to Salt Lake City before. It was very right, but I, I, interesting I think that town. I, I, don't know that, I don't know that most of the, the people in Salt Lake City... Well, they it should. Could, you know, it could be that this is, this is sort of the sort of... You know, it, it's more of a niche that the, that uh-huh. maybe Brokeback Mountain would be someplace they'd play more at an art house there, no. and this would also be something. Well, the problem with Salt Lake City is that there's not like there's not like a theater on every block. It's a very small, even though it's rather large, it's a very small town. So, I, I would, if anybody's in Salt Lake City, you should write a note and ban or boycott that stupid bitch and uh, go somewhere else and see your movie somewhere else. But it's a or shame. Write us in and tell us what you think yeah. at, at info at gaypointtalk.com. I'd love to hear a different perspective. Yeah, it would be very. Oh, I won't. But <laughs> that would be good. I'll, 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 I'll right, trumpet it. But anyhow, so uh, and then that was all about Brokeback. It seems to be Brokeback, Brokeback, Brokeback every uh, second you look at uh, the news. Also, though, in the news, which one of my favorite pieces is Colin Farrell's sex tape was released and then shelved. Did you see this? That Colin Farrell had one of his homemade sex tapes mm-hmm. that was going to be uh, out with you know Pamela Anderson and. And that that I other read something about that online. That yeah. other uh, what's that other cunt's uh, that other cunt's uh, name? Uh, Paris Hilton, <laughs> which was it was so bad because her boyfriend was so hot and she had to answer that phone. I was like, don't answer that phone, bitch! Don't answer that phone! Did you ever see it? It's done in green light. <laughs> Did you ever see it? Yes. She's getting fucked uh, from behind, and her boyfriend stays hard the whole time, which I don't know how you do with. Uh, I don't like you know, Paris very much. I think and she's Robbie kind of really likes her. I know, but Robbie. I know, but uh, I don't care for her. And but her boyfriend was hung and you beautiful. You should not be saying some, the mean things about Paris Hilton. I don't like her, Paris Hilton. But Colin Farrell was going to be uh, up there with the rest of the people, and then at the last minute, uh, it was pulled. So it was shut down on Tuesday. Uh, I, I would imagine from his lawyers. But I was dying to see. Don't you? Do you like Colin Farrell? I think he's hot. He's like one of those I think boys. Colin I think Farrell's hot. hot. I wouldn't no. oh. probably see as much of him in in. Uh, and Alexander, as you're going to see in the in the movie, he maybe. was naked in another film, I think, too. Mm-hmm. One of the gay films, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, I can't remember which. It was something that came out last year, but yeah. So, uh, but I would like to have seen it. And then, last uh, but not least, is Rosie O'Donnell comes back to TV. Like we didn't have enough of her on Fiddle or the Roof, so she's coming back. She assigned a uh, a sketch comedy uh, development with Logo, the gay channel, the MTV's gay channel on um, Direct TV 263, I think. Uh, so that's kind of, uh, if you're a Rosie fan, that's kind of exciting. And so on your local cable systems, if they carry Logo. Yeah. That's and if true. they don't, you should, because Logo's actually sort of a fun channel what? to watch different, they have a lot of different programming on. And well, they uh, have a lot of different programming. I, actually, today, since I, was, I had a sick day and I was at home, they had um, uh, relatively, uh, oh, it was the gay sitcom that was on for a year, now I just for, forgot about it. Relative, it was like the two it's gay all fathers. Relative? It's all relative, that's it, thank you. Two gay fathers. Uh, As opposed to some of my best friends, which they've been playing. Well, and they also what they have Jason Bateman, whatever that was. Oh, they were playing that. I love that show. Uh, That was because that was with. It was based on uh, Kiss Me Guido. Yeah, I love that show. That was only made it a little bit too. But yeah, Logo is a great channel, and plus it has original content as well. So that's really good. So that that should be interesting to see what uh, Rosie McDonald does. 
big old Rosie McDonald. So that's Here the news. Here she comes again, just like Dolly Parton. <laughs> that's the news. So what now do we have doing, next? Doing question? Yeah. I have awaited a question. Okay. Okay. Well, this is a question we got. Uh, what well, we got is from Steve, but we've uh, answered one like this before. I think maybe five or six months ago, or five months ago. It says, uh, "What's the best position for beginner for a beginner for anal sex at anal sex? <laughs> What's the best position for a beginner at anal sex?" So I would imagine he means Generally receiving. Laying down. Um, uh, I see. I think the best uh, would be sitting on it because you have uh, all the control over mm-hmm. it. So my my experience would be telling you to if you sit on it, you have all the control. You can decide how fast, how slow mm-hmm. uh, you want to do. Except for, of course, I know the movie that we're going to be reviewing. That's the exception to the rule. But uh, uh, but for the most part, <laughs> uh, the uh, sitting on it would be the best. I think. You think laying down? Well, it depends. I think I, if you have if you followed our prior advice. Whereas, uh, don't don't let someone be your first. Uh, explore a little with a dildo well, uh, to sort of figure out what you like. You know, you may find out that you know on your side with sort of a scissor is much more comfortable for really? you. I don't like that position. Well, some people might. That's okay. why I think it's a very individual thing. Okay. Some people may find doggy style that, that well, for them. Well, doggy style is hard for a, a non-professional. Right. <laughs> for a non-experienced person. And that would probably be difficult. Yes. The and, exception and being maybe that that if if you. If uh, if your top has has a curve such that it basically goes around and is a curly cue, then then you know that might be for you because any other Piggy position sex. maybe would be sort of like uh, well, and even on your back sometimes it's uncomfortable too because of course your legs are up in the air and if you get like a little leg twitch or something like that mm-hmm. and if they don't hold your legs up high enough and so you should explore first with the dildo that would be a good example and get a uh, normal sized dildo not one of the big porn star dildos that uh, mm-hmm. will be hard of course always lube up. Uh, extra, extra lube on anything. That's always important. And uh, I think sitting down, Evan thinks scissor style, but try it out and no, see. No, I'm saying that it might be that for, for somebody, scissor may be, may be more comfortable just because they are they're laying down and they may be more relaxed. Some Maybe. people, some people, when they do sit on a deck, they do tend to tense up more. Oh, yeah. And, and, and they, you know, sometimes being laid actually on your back, they, they can actually be more relaxed. Well, they can Initially, be. and I agree that, that you know, eventually you, you can, it can become more uncomfortable. It could be. I, I don't, but, but explore and, uh, and, and take your time and relax. That's actually a good uh, point uh, that you brought up is take a deep breath, relax. Enjoy it. <laughs> Enjoy it. What are you laughing? Close your eyes Close your and eyes think and of England. And just pray um, to God he doesn't do it for too long. Uh, so that's just it. Just so endure it. Steve, endure have, a, it. have a good time. And Steve, you should write in to us and tell us uh, how it was, uh, if you haven't done it already. So, uh, And that's Steve. So thank you, Steve. Okay. Okay, we're ready for our next segment, which is... I think it's part of this. Born reviews. Born reviews. Born reviews. Born reviews. Well, you've got two great movies for us. I only saw one. <laughs> but uh, but it, the one I saw was talking about, uh, it's kind of interesting, about sitting on it. So let's see. And what do the two have in common? I do not know. What are the two? They Take a guess. Take a guess. Both have big dicks. That's absolutely true. Okay. Both have muscular guys. They both do involve water and some people in uh, small bathing suits. But there's another, even simpler. Mm, I... Not the same uh, movie house. I don't know. Who? Why? No. Same director. Oh, really? Yes. 17 years apart, both directed by Steven Scarborough. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's yes. interesting. I See? did not know that. Did you know that when you chose it? 
when we were talking about which ones to choose, I didn't think about it, but then when I sat down, I was like, oh, they're both scenes or war. That's very interesting. Yes. Well, which one are you going to do first? Uh, first one we'll do is Mischief. Okay. 2005 release. I think it came out back in November. So, uh, relatively, relatively new release. Relatively new, yeah. Um, Mischief has on the cover, as people will see if they, oh. they tune into our, our video porn blog, um, that actually is Nico, who's in, in the solo scene. Oh, my God. Um, who's uh, very hot. Uh, to say yeah. the least. Um, it's from Hot House Videos, Steven Scarborough again, 116 minutes. Wow. And it's a two-disc set. Really? It's, again, one of those things that I don't like. And, and we actually, when we, when we do, the, uh, do the other stuff, when we talk about the Porn Inter 6000 again, uh, we'll talk about how you don't have to watch it on two discs. Because you, you get done with the first disc, and it basically says continued on the second disc. Okay. And? But if you've actually transferred these all to, vi all, all to electronic files, you just... Put them all together. What's on the second disc, though? Is it really part two of the movie? There's actually the, the last scene of the movie is on the second disc. That kind of sucks, actually. Well, but if you have it electronic. And see, you don't use a lot of lube. I know, but you don't use a lot of lube. But if you use lube while you're jerking off, if you're watching this, then you have to sit there and wipe your hands off, take it out of the, the, the disc thing, and then, you know, carefully not to put it back in, you know, with any lube on it. So that is a little bit of... You should write to them and tell them, shame on you! Well, I get more content on two discs, so I'm not true. happy. Not unhappy. There's uh, cum shots, there's chapters, there's a whole... Uh, instead of, you know how they have cum shot compilations? Yes. Where, where you can look at all the... They have them all in a row. This actually has fuck highlights. Oh, really? Same sort of idea. Uh, wonderful gallery, a lot of stuff from also from the production. A uh, ton of trailers. And, of course, on the second disc is the second scene. There's not really much plot. It's mostly oh, really? guys by the fool. Um, some very, very hot sex and very hot men. Uh, Jason Ridge is lying by the pool. Uh, Tony Maselli, who's, who's a very hot Italian, uh, fairly hairless but hugely defined uh, bodybuilder, oh. and Alex Fuerte uh, come up, um, basically throw him in the pool, and as he's coming out of the pool, he meets their two hard oh, dicks, uh, goes to work. Uh, Jason Ridge gets fucked by both, and then at the very end, uh -huh. where we think, oh, this is going to be just sort of like two tops on a bottom, Alex Fuerte starts taking uh, Alex Maselli's wow. dick by the side of the pool, and, and, you know, Jason Ridge looks a little bit jealous. Um, very, very hot scene to start us off. Uh, second scene is, is uh, Trey Castile and Jason Kingsley, another one by the pool, um, where Trey Castile winds up bottoming. Uh, and uh, actually Jason Kingsley, I think, uh, winds up... Uh, yeah, he winds up... Actually, he winds up topping on a later scene. But I was going to think he, he switched, but he didn't. Uh, very hot scene, sort of meeting up, uh, pulling off each other's... Uh, Swimming trunks, in this case, one in a bikini, one sort of a square cut. Um, I like square cuts. Scene three is my favorite. It has Alex Kolick, uh, who I, I think I had in another movie we reviewed, yeah. who's a fair-skinned, almost a redhead. Almost, um, which we all know you love. And he's very, very fair-skinned, but he's very, very muscular, incredibly defined, with uh, Justin Gemini, who's a young, twinkish, but still I mean, semi-muscular, uh, more twinkish, with a huge dick. Um oh. Uh, that's just wonderful. And one of my favorite parts about this, of course, it's a flip-flop scene. So everybody gets a chance to get fucked with the pair. Uh, then we come back to Nico, who's, of course, on our cover of Mischief. He's gorgeous. Uh, he's basically by the pool. It's a solo Joe. Um, he's, it's, it's a very, he's a very hot, he's a very hot man. He works the camera well. He's done this, I think, in more in all-world stuff. I think this may be the first hot house, but I could be mistaken. Scene five, because there are six scenes, and like it will never end. Uh, Marco Paris and Jed Wilcox again, sort of by the pool, uh, where Jed Wilcox winds up uh, bottoming. That's what I was remembering. 
and and fucking Marco Paris, where in the final scene where okay. you have to put that other disc after flipping and washing your hands, washing your hands, or, or or just grabbing a towel, putting <laughs> the other one in, or having a multi-disc player. Um, scene six actually has Marco Paris, Jed Wilcox, Jason Kingsley, and Kent North, where Kent North is n- is sort of new to the scene where we've seen the others in prior scenes. Uh, they have sort of a, a tandem fucks by the pool, oh. where Marco Paris and Kent North get fucked, and this time uh, Jed Wilcox gets to fuck, I think, Kent North. Uh, and Jason Kingsley fucks uh, Marco Paris. Very hot scene by the pool. I gave it uh, three and a half splats. Three and a half splats. Boner and rock hard. Yes. Okay. Now, the, the second one is Perfect Summer from 1988. Uh-huh. 17 years before this one, also Steven Scarborough, Falcon Studios. This is this is really a classic. It's a uh, classic Falcon, so of course there are no extras other no. than just chapters. And but it's re-released, films. and it's, it is uh, digitally Looks enhanced good. for yeah. the um, DVDs. Looks good. It's about 90 minutes. Okay. And uh, oh, things are things are. You have ghosts in your house. I do. Um, uh, and I and I'll, I'll tell you again. I gave it three splats. I'll see. I and 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 I was going to give it three and a half, but you know when I sort of compare the two movies, they're really not they're not really quite the same. I can't sort of rate them now the same. See, I will tell you, I would give that four, and I would give that a rock hard four, not even like a kind of wavering four, because I really liked it. I liked it for a lot of reasons. <laughs> okay. Uh, I liked it because the imagery, it, like at the very beginning, they have mm-hmm. a, the story. It actually has a very good story or a story. Uh, the the boys are jet skiing or skiing, and they splash these other two straight boys, and then the two straight boys pay them back. By and that's I mean, scene fun. one. That's actually Thomas Rucker and, and Robert Harris are out fishing. But it's a good like I don't know, fifteen minutes uh, storyline that they're doing before sex even starts. And John King and Casey Jordan are, are are water skiers, where John King basically gets out of the water. Uh, Casey Jordan's on the cover. Okay, and he's a little speedo. Um, and John King basically gets out of the water, puts on his sneakers, runs through the woods. They catch him, and uh, he's it's fucked royally. And then of course. Because Turnabout's fair play. He even draws Casey Jordan in. I'm over here! Oh, um, they made him do it. It was kind of like a deliverance. It's more yeah. of a deliverance kind of thing. It does have that deliverance sort it of does, feel. It does, because the two, I know the one guy that's fucking is straight, and he's, he was a lot of Falcon back in the right. pre-condom days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, I think nobody liked him. Was, I've got a, actually a story that I read about, uh, inside porn story about that. But The interesting thing is in 1988 is, is also, this is fairly late, but... but when when we see and I believe it's Robert Harris fucks John King, he uses a condom. When he fucks Casey Jordan, he doesn't. Yeah. So it's sort of a it's sort of like ah maybe I'll use a condom. It, it's it's, it was it's right sort of at the, the cusp of yeah. uh, of that time. Yes. When they're trying to decide what to do, uh, scene two and of course through through the whole thing, uh, I, I just well, put it at the end. David Sexton is basically sort of having a dream. And that's sort of the idea of this. He's in bed in his underwear, sort of remembering this. He's not really part of any of this, but he's sort of sidelined. Um, we don't really now. See, I will tell you that in the first scene, you're about to go on the second one. That I don't think uh, most people could watch that without getting off because I think it's so hot. And I like when the straight guy fucks uh, Casey Jordan mm-hmm. uh, and just fucks him so hard. Now that's the sitting on part that I was talking about because I noticed that he didn't want to quite take it so hard, so he kept on lifting up so that Dick wouldn't reach. I noticed that the straight guy kept on lifting up higher and higher so that all of a sudden they were like kind of floating in air while he was getting fucked uh, really hard. And then, so then, of course, he switches where he's sort of going up this ladder and uh, and and he seems to enjoy that fuck maybe slightly more. Yes, I think so. Um, but the, the scene, too, actually has Robert Harris, who we saw in the first scene, mm-hmm. basically recounting to Chris Williams mm-hmm. by the pool uh, all that went on. Uh, Chris Williams throws him in. He says, you know what I do to people who do that to me. 
Um, yeah, very Deliverance-esque. And then, of course, they they sort of battle in the water, and mm-hmm. Chris William gets out, and that that would probably be the first instance I've ever seen of the uh, squirt gun enema. And it, uh, and I, I did like that too. That was very <laughs> hot. It wasn't all the way up. It was like kind of just you know around the hole. It wasn't oh, like right. they put no, it up in the ass and like. But I've actually seen that Falcon movies before, where they right. actually hosed and. <laughs> this is a squirt gun, so this is yeah. a little bit different. A uh, very hot scene. Chris Williams mm-hmm. looks looks very good, and Robert Harris does it does an incredible job fucking him. Scene three: John Davenport and Tony Marino uh, basically work at this health club, whatever it is, bathhouse, yeah. whatever it is. It looks like health um, club. probably a health club. Um, and they're basically told by their boss, Ron Pearson, that they can't go to this hot party. Uh, so they wind up, they go to the sauna, wind up uh, jerking off having sex there. Uh, Ron Pearson uh, decides that he's going to have more fun with a butt plug. Yes, I Puts see. the butt plug up his ass. In the locker room goes, works out, comes back. And then, then, then we're treated to a hose enema uh, there with uh, John Davenport and Tony Marino watching him. Those are my two favorite pair. They're always paired up uh, in Falcon movies. Some, That's true. Some, some uh, John movies. Davenport looks very, very good. John Davenport's like one of my favorite all-time uh, classic porn stars. He was a really hot guy. I think nostalgia has given it allowed you to give this a force splash. Well, you know, I, I will say this is like another one of the first movies that I ever got my hands on way before I should have been watching porn, apparently. Uh, I, I stole somebody's like, you know, membership and went and, you know, rented porn. I always took it back, but... Uh, I got nice XX porn, and this was like one of the first ones. This was very hot for me, so hmm. yeah. And all throughout this, we've seen David Sexton, and it's sort of like David Sexton seeing all these scenes, and uh, he has a no hands uh, come shot at the very end mm-hmm. with the head of his dick sticking out of his briefs. Uh, so it's very hot. I really liked it. Uh, it's a nice re-release. It's really it is worth nice. getting. I'm very happy. I gave it three splats, which I think is commendable. That's but Polly would give it more. I give it rock hard for sure, and I, I, I defy anybody to get through this movie without jerking off, but. Uh, you know, let us know, and uh, always let us know if you agree or disagree with our reviews. Uh, I hope uh, we can help a little bit with uh, your. There's so much porn out there, and there's so much bad porn out there, and I hope we can actually choose help you choose friends a little bit. Friends don't let friends watch bad porn. I have to tell you something. Yeah, I um, from our sponsors page, KT Porn. They had this new uh, video that they were going to put out. This new line of videos, and they asked me to look at it, and I looked at it. It was. Uh, like straight college guys at J- JO one, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm like, okay, well, th- I, you know, I like that kind of stuff where they actually talk and you know do this kind of things. It was so bad, it was so limped dick of this. I, I couldn't even give it a negative one. I'm like, you know, it really maybe you shouldn't carry this. And so they quickly uh, took off whatever they had. Uh, and you're like the equivalent of Tommy Ho. Of what? A limp dick? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, we should say that. that not for long-time listeners, Tommy Ho, who lives in a box, is a crack hoe. Yeah. Um, that's very true. Who, when we went to Montreal, yes, and I think he went by freight train. Yes, he went um, by freight. We actually mailed him by. Uh, he he apparently saves up all his money for the strippers, yeah. and he wants to hear their life story, and he'll tell you where they went to college and who their what their mother's maiden name was while he's stuffing twenties in there, and. You're the same way, you know. Well, a, like good, a good porn movie, if they were like, I had a bad home, but, and here's what I think about. I mean, well, no, I don't know, really they let you inside, that, and you're like, you're, you're like, oh, I love this movie now. No, I like to hear a little bit of personal thing. Like, one of the people that, we, uh, that uh, one of the movies that we disagreed on, I can't remember what it was, it was a few months ago, and it was because I liked that they were, um, I, it was, I... Piss horse. No, it wasn't that. It was that, that one that you really, really hated that... Um, one didn't hate, but you really didn't care for it too much. It was uh, oh, about the guy picking up straight guys that were on corners, and they negotiated on camera for um, hustling fees and stuff like that. Do you remember that? It was 
Detroit Fuck City? Maybe that was it. I don't know. Oh. But I liked it. And so that that's a very interesting thing because for me... Hour of my life I wouldn't get back. Oh, see, uh-huh. that for me, that was kind of... I, I would see totally disagree with you. And, and that's the thing I think really interesting about you is because mm-hmm. when we go see other movies, you really like the intellectual movies. But when you're sort of porn, you just like, you know, big dick and open hole. I like story, too. I well, like story, especially if it... If it I, and I and if it's if it's just like a gangbang, sometimes it's sort of boring because it's like you just sort of watch from the mechanics. Yeah, I know you don't care for the gangbangs. Whereas, whereas you know, if if there's an emotional content, and I appreciate that. I mean, if if I understand, and I sort of sympathize with these people who are fucking. It, it makes it more real. It, it adds another dimension. Well, see, that's why I kind of like this that you didn't like is that it was kind of interesting. They would go pick up these people and discuss with them, and uh, and you, they would have a little bit of information. It wasn't like the, I don't want to hear the boohoo shit. You know, I don't want to hear like you know. I don't have my uh, money to get my crack fix or something. I don't want to hear that shit. I want to hear like, oh, I usually fuck my girlfriend, but today I'll fuck you or something. I don't know, but I liked it. But <laughs> that, that's that. So ready for the next, which is, um, it is what toy is it? Is it? It is toy. It is. Toy. T O Y. Toy. Well, you're gonna have a hard time with this toy because I know you. Uh, but this is a prelude to a toy. Uh, this is oh. something new that came up, and I, I don't know. This would be argumentally not, maybe not a toy, but this is Freshman playing Why cards. Why not a toy? Because it would be. It's a game. Well, it's a game, and what I like about this is that uh, uh, it gives uh, um, strip poker, you know, a new fun thing. Mm-hmm. But this is Freshman, which is the premier image of uh, younger men between 18 to 24, I would imagine. Uh, and and um, and this is all of their beautiful men over the years that they have. I'm looking through them right now. They're very mm-hmm. beautiful. Fifty-two all different cards. All with big dicks. All with huge Go dicks. Go figure. Who, who, who would have thought? thought there been small dicks in there somewhere? Oh, some. This one, uh, the Ace of Diamonds, doesn't have a dick. A nice ass shot. An and ass shot. But you know, I'm I'm sure if we were to somehow able to turn him around virtually, he'd have a big dick. Oh, look at nine of diamonds. This is really pretty. So I like this. This was a nice. I think this is fun. To, um, it's very inexpensive. It's fun. Everybody needs a deck of cards to, uh, you know, have and a whole a, bunch of porn stars. Uh, and a lot of porn stars. Uh, Freshman also uh, has a lot of porn stars. Uh, I, it was really nice. It's, I think it's under, you know, 13 bucks. It's fun gift to give somebody. It's fun to play. If you have a, you know, poker game at home, it's fun. I think it gets you revved up. When it gets you revved up for sure, poker, it gets you revved up. And I think it's also even even if it doesn't, it's a, it's a very it's a it's a very cool. I remember. Having the Falcon set yeah. of cards, and you know, I mean, people just sort of look through and go, "Oh, I know him," or "I've certainly seen him." And it's even sort of a conversation starter. Yeah, it is. So it's good. And uh, well, you like the Five of Diamonds? That's a rather large deck. Do you know? Who it, oh, I do says, know who it is. And they it's do actually. Deck. Let me see this real fast. And I think they say on the yeah, they say on the side, which is very nice too, and little print who it is. So you know, you can say, "Oh, that is blah blah." So yes. that's very good. So that is my toy of the week. It's not necessarily a toy. Uh, but I liked it very much, and so um, it's clean up well. I, they clean up very nice. They're very <laughs> laminated. So in case you're doing other things with it too, that they clean up well. But that's a really good way too, of course, how to mark cards. You know how they do it in Vegas when they mark cards? Well, you can mark no. cards here. So yeah, well, you scratch or something. Well, this one you put a little cum spot on it. You're like, that's the Ace of Diamonds. I'm going to get blackjack. So you, that's another good way to mark cards. <laughs> you like that? I was just thinking about you know you put them up your ass and then just blow them out. And they'll all be shuffled. <laughs> um, well, 52 pickup. The only thing that's really interesting about this is that for the Jokers, they have an animated uh, Joker, which kind of sucks because they should put two uh, stars on it and make Maybe it 54. Maybe they didn't want any of their models to be Jokers. I, perhaps that's it. So 52 uh, beautiful strapping young men uh, and one set of cards for under 13 bucks. So that's my Toy of the Week. Go we to go. our sponsor's page at Gay Cheap Porn where they have dedicated a whole 
little uh, section for us and our reviews, and uh, you can pick them up there and okay. and let us know. Uh, okay. So that's my toy. So what you got for us next? It's time for MTFT. Okay, let's see. Now it's time for MTFT. That's music to fuck to. Yay, what do you got for us this week? I- uh, this week, it is actually a group called The Urgencies, Ooh. and I can't remember where they're from. Okay. Cute. Um, Sort of, yeah. Sort of. The name of the... Uh, well, it's hard to see. Some, I remember going to the site, and it's one of those... Sometimes you can't tell all the members. They don't, they're not like boy bands sometimes, where it's like, here, I'm Tito. We, uh, I mean, we should we write have to individual in, pictures. We should write to them and, and urge them, please, to have naked photo shots of them on their, uh, on their page. The name of the song is Ten Minute Smile. Okay. And we'll listen to a snippet of it, and okay. we'll get your feedback. <laughs> I like that. And you, I have to say, you have such a, a big difference in music. Uh, uh, you can listen to Korean church music that one time you said was MTFT to like Christmas songs to this. Which what would you call this? Uh, this what would you call this kind of music? It's sort of punk. It's, a, it's, it's sort a little of punkish. Bit, it actually, it, to me, it reminds me mostly sort of a, a throwback to the early '80s, late '70s. I was almost. thinking like Ramones-ish kind of. Uh, Sound. I like it. It's very nice. I would I would say this is going to be a hard fuck. This would not yeah. be a gentle, uh, let's make love fuck. This is like, I'm going to ram it in your ass until you can't walk tomorrow. Yeah, we'll put this on repeat and just, uh, <laughs> and, uh, we stop the CD player when you're done. Um, yeah, that's it. It's very good. I like it. And where did you find this from? Oh, uh, this is uh, from music.podshow.com. Where they Pod have a music huge, vast amount of music, apparently, because you find us the best music every week. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? It's fun and it's pod safe, so you don't have to worry. And uh, so that there are all sorts of other, I'm sure most of our listeners who are listening to us on the podcast, know there are a lot of different podcasts, and uh, I mean, you can have some that, that actually have regular music, mm-hmm. like Brian Evitt's Coverville, or, but most of them, uh, and there's a whole programs that are devoted just to cover uh, right. to pod music, excuse me. So, well, and uh, yeah, I, I think it's very nice that you find us uh, hot songs every week that uh, I might not have otherwise listen to. I'm your number one fan. So there you go. So if you want the link uh, of that and the the group that's also on our our uh, webpage at gayporntalk.com, mm-hmm. where we have our beautiful listeners photos that we put up in the listener photo, and we got some good ones this week too. So do email or turn us on. Whatever you like. Holla, all you biatches, it's time for your sex turn-ons and turn-offs. That just turns me on. I like that. <laughs> Thank you for playing that for me. Uh, Brian P from Pennsylvania says he likes a hard ass to slap. That is a huge turn-on, and my turn-offs are dirty fingernails. So what do you think of that? Don't like dirty fingernails. I never really thought about that, but you know, that would really kind of gross me out if uh, somebody had dirty fingernails. I do like a hard ass, too. Uh, That's very nice. And then um, part of a letter that we got was a turn-on and turn-offs, too. That's from um, Greg, uh, from uh, Greg in Seattle. Mm -hmm. Uh, He says his turn-ons are bitchiness. Oh, no, that's (laughs) (laughs) turn-offs. Turn-ons are stomachs or bellies. Uh, balding, shaving heads, nice smiles. Uh, he knows that he's very easily pleased. That's very nice. I like a little rough around the edges. I do too, actually. Uh, it's much more than a turn-on than some plastic uh, 
perfect guy. What about you? That actually sounds very much what I would like. Billy's are a big turn on. Well, I like the rough around the edges guy because the people that are all primmed and proper and smell incredibly nice, not that I want somebody to be stinky, but you know, with uh, a lot of cologne and stuff, I, I'm not always such a big turn on about. And his turn offs are bitchiness, like the troll you mentioned sometimes. That would be Pierre Finch. I think he's talking about. Uh, and guys who are rude to waiters and waitresses and other service people. That actually really does piss me off when you're what at you a. Tommy. Uh, we were uh, a couple places at uh, we were at that people have been bitchy to, and you're kind of like you know you're not really bitchy. Please don't do that, um, Miss Miss K, who doesn't listen to the podcast, thank God, so I can say that. But we were at um, an Italian place not recent, uh, not too long ago, which was kind of a. A, a, like a schlubby Italian place. You remember it where the waitress didn't give us enough time or, oh no, that was New Year's Eve where she like yelled at the waitress, can we finally have some water? And I'm like, come on, honey, let's not be too grumpy to people. So that was from Greg. And uh, Greg, I have to say, I, I agree with you. He also sent us some photos. Did you see Greg's mm-hmm. photos? Yes, I did. Incredibly hot. I bet he picks up a lot on that one photo. And we won't be putting that on our webpage, but the beautiful smile photo we'll put oh, on. Oh, okay. And that other one's just for me and jerking off alone. So that's our turn-ons and turn-offs. Okay. And then we'll go on to email. Okay, email. The mail's in. Mail call. Mail call. Email, female. There is a message for you. There's a letter in your mailbox. Delicious letters. Okay, to continue with Greg, he was the last one that did the turn-ons and turn-offs. He wrote in to us and said, Hey, Evan and Polly, I hope it's not too late to wish you both a happy new year. Of course, it's not too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, we appreciate that. Thank you very much, Greg. I uh, just want to let you know that I'm a big fan. I'm a 30-year-old, 32-year-old British guy who's been uh, back and forth between London and Seattle for the past two years, which is kind of interesting because I love London. You know, it's one of my favorite uh, cities uh, in the world. I like the UK. Uh, um, I started listening back um, uh, in the summertime in London and just want to let you know your porn cast. I'm so excited that he used porn cast. Uh, <laughs> provided much-needed humor What uh, with the bombings. Um, on the underground that happened, and that was really horrible, tragic. I don't know why they just don't put us on the underground. So everyone <laughs> would feel happy. Well, that's... <laughs> we that's, can do the public address system. Uh, it was a very difficult summer with lots of, uh, for lots of reasons, aside from the bombings. Your porn cast was much welcomed, a weekly treat. Now that I'm safely back in the lovely city of Seattle, which is one of my other favorite cities, I finally wanted to say thank you for taking the time to do what you do. Oh, that's um, very sweet. And he wrote in, here's a couple uh, things you might want to consider. He liked this toy. Did you see this toy? Did you go to the webpage with the toy? It's a very interesting butt plug toy that he likes. It's called uh, uh, like Anne Rose or Anna Rose or something like that. Oh, I did, yes. It, it's like, it looks like a print symbol a little bit with, for the finger <laughs> thing. And it's, it's a butt plug. So I did tell our sponsors about that and, um, and said that uh, they should look into carrying it, but they don't carry it at this moment, but they probably will because it looked really kind of cool. Uh, which was a prostate stimulator, they called it, but most butt plugs are. Uh, so that was uh, that was from Greg, and so and he said cheers, which is another thing I really love. It's like I love the I love London people. And I Paul, he's in love with you. I, well, his picture was very very hot. We'll have his photo up on our listeners, uh, his nice uh, beautiful mm-hmm. smile photo, uh, up on his uh, up on listeners page. And if anybody likes to submit that, uh, how do they do that? Well, they can send it to info at gayporntalk.com. Yeah, that would be nice. And we always love to get photos and, and emails. Uh, then we got one uh, for you that just uh, is just for you, uh, Jay in Long Beach, California. Uh, he I like Long Beach. It's one of my favorite cities. Well, I actually really do like Seattle. <laughs> I think it's like one of the most hip cities and, and, of course, UK. And actually, I did like Long Beach, too, because, of course, I was just there last month. That I like the nice. porn place in Long Beach. Really? What porn place? There's actually a used porn place. Really? That you yes. turn in your porn and you can get new porn? They, they, they've they do it's leather? a used CD place. They actually do have 
used uh, DVDs, and they actually they it's it's a place that you can find old uh, old porn magazines. Oh, they they've sort of de-emphasized that. Oh, okay. Well, that's a shame. They should actually emphasize. Well, that, it's uh, right right in the in the downtown in mm. the in the. Uh, of Long Beach. I so. liked Long Beach. It was very nice. And I wish I could remember the name of it, but I can't. And I have a question for you after this letter. So uh, it, I have a question. Guys, love your show, especially the porn reviews and the discussions of porn stuff. I, I do have a very specific question. Evan, this is why it's you. Uh, you're always talking about the Porninator 5000, uh, his computer that he digitalizes his porn. Can you take a moment to explain how to do this? I have tons of porn on VHS and DVD, and I would like to consolidate it into a digital library. Uh, maybe one of your podcasts you can talk about this um, and a few resources, the best way to do this. So that was Jay in Long Beach. Uh, I have my question is like, it changes. Your Pornator started at like 2,000 or 200 and then it was like 5,000. Now you just said uh, earlier in the podcast it's 6,000. 6, I'm like, where are you keep on getting? Is it like increasing in value? I know it's increasing, it's increasing in size. Increasing in value. Yeah, it's increasing in size. Oh, so as I, as I, as I digitize more and more. It's, uh, give us a little fast rundown on how you do this. The first first process is actually you take the source, whether it's a DVD or a VHS. Okay. Um, with a DVD, it's easier. Yes, it um, is easier because it's already digital. And and similar to what you do, there's lots of different software depending on your platform. Uh, the Pornator 6000 is uh, actually on the uh, is actually on a Mac Macintosh. Okay. Um, which, for for my own reasons, it actually makes it easier. Um, for me, but you can easily do it on, on a PC just as well. Yes, and and the I same way, PC. right? Same way that you would take a CD, yes, put it in, rip the MP3s off it. You you ac actually can take the movie off, and there, there are different what programs that that are rippers. What one would you suggest? What one good depends ripper on the you platform. Have? I like so I like Mac I like Mac, Mac the Ripper. Okay, Mac, Mac the Ripper, the Ripper you like is, to use is a nice program that basically and what does it convert it to? In this case, Mac the Ripper actually just takes it and makes a copy. So if you wanted to but back, create a backup copy, but you can do that. It's it's but okay, I understand that. So but when you put it onto digital form, you it's a dot I, what DVIX or D, uh, AVI. It's an I, I I've been doing them in AVIs. They could also be an MP4s. Oh really? So that um, would be say for your um, MP4s are are, are MPEG4 uh, video standard, which because most uh, DVDs are going to be in MPEG2. Yes. Uh, with MPEG-2 sound, and in normal normal conversion, I use DivX uh, to convert it to an AVI and then format. Which um, some people may complain; they say AVI is a dead format. But you know, it's, it's at least it's digital, and I can transform it yes. into some, another format with an MP3 uh, audio track. And then you have bought um, external hard drives. Yeah, uh, and they can they vary in sizes. For, I've seen them for 20 gigabytes up to I, last one I saw was like 500 gigabytes. Uh, and they're on sale at different, uh, you know, regular Best Buys or something like that. And then you put everything on your hard drive, right? right. External hard drive. Yeah. And you also, because it's you, back it up as well. But uh, you, that's what I do is I take the movies that you've been kind enough to make digital for me, and I store all of them onto a hard drive. Uh, and so all mine would be mostly, what do you do for me? I, AVI or DVI? Sometimes you do DVIX, or you did do DVIX a couple times, yeah, but sometimes. mostly AVI. Now, and, and again, one of the re reasons that I have the, the, the Mac is that I also have an iHome, which is attached to, let's say, a TV in the bedroom. Uh -huh. Where and, and what the iHome does is it basically allows you to stream video yes. from the Mac to there so that you don't have to sit at the computer and watch porn. You can watch it and fast-forward through it through the iHome, on, and you can have actually have multiple computers. So if, you, if, if my partner wants to watch one TV and I want to watch another TV, mm -hmm. we can both be jerking off at the same time yep. um, <laughs> with, with an iHome in each one. Uh, in terms of VHS... Uh, what you do is you actually have a, a, 
A lot of them. Dazzle. I actually have a Dazzle bridge because yeah, it's, it's very old. I'm old. Um, <laughs> and uh, it, I've been digitizing things for a long while. But there are other products out there. And, and you basically and digitize it, put it into yes. the proper form. And what that means is there's like a little uh, box that actually takes, a, you plug it into your VHS and you plug that into your computer. Most computers have in and out ports mm -hmm. and then that digitalizes it for you, right? That's right. And, it, and normally it could be USB 2 or yes. it could be FireWire, the, the sort of interface that it's going to receive that signal through. And it's just basically going to store that. And that... That product, if I remember correctly, is about 50 bucks. And how much is uh, uh, Mac the Ripper about? Well, Mac the Ripper's free. Oh, really? Oh, my oh. gosh. Well, then there's Mac no the reason not free, to do this. And actually, when, the, when actually you take Mac the Ripper, that's basically to take it off the DVD and, and create a backup copy. Yes. Or if you wanted to put it on another DVD, there's other programs that are available, a whole slew of them, all free, yes. on the Mac platform, um, that basically you take that and then you, you, you basically change it from M MPEG-2 to MPEG-4 or... DivX AVI or whatever the standard is, so that you, you instead of having something that is like 4.5 gig, mm. oh yes, you take it to something that's like 800k. Yes, which is much more manageable. I'm sorry, 800 meg. Excuse me. Yes. 800 k would be very. Yeah. Uh, but this is, makes it much more manageable than the gigabyte mm -hmm. ones because when you do, I have a for I have a PC and when you do the PC version of it, I have a backup copy. It usually is uh, four gigabytes. Uh, for every backup that you, you do, so and there's like there's other there's other programs out there on, on multiple platforms. Yes, two to one, because you'll have you'll have DVDs that if you and and it's your right if you own the DVD and you want to back it up, that that that's your right under under copyright law. Yes. You certainly at least in the U.S. I should stipulate. Um, but if it's if you want to if you want to back it up and you have something that's a dual layer, so that you have something that's like seven gig, mm -hmm. well, you're not going to necessarily be able to put that on. A DVD plus R or minus R, or uh, standard, and therefore you, it has to fit onto a yeah. single DVD. And there, there are utilities out there to do that. And mine, mine, luckily, does all that for me. Actually, it reduces the size, so it fits it all on one disc. Anyhow, uh, but it, yeah. So your, you have the free programs. Look at it. if you want to go to Best Buy. They actually have uh, copying programs too. And you then you put it onto a hard drive, uh, which is less space. And it, right now you have like three hard drives going. And how many movies are we up to that you have backed up? That I have, have, have presently in yes. the Coordinator 6000? Yes, because you grew a thousand over me on the week. So, what is it? <laughs> right now, we're at 593. Okay, you only went up two from last time I spoke to you then, because, yeah. uh, because it really makes me laugh. Because sometimes I talk to you and you're like, I've done now, I'm up to 722. And I'm like, how did you do 122 in a, in a week? Well, and it, it always surprises me. The DVDs me. are easier to do. The VHS should take a while. And then sometimes I, I get annoyed at the VHS because it's. Because the way that when yeah. it digitizes, it gets sort of a strip on the bottom. Yes. And, and then I'm sort of li I look at the movie and I go, do I care if there's a strip on the bottom but or not? But you do. So. No, no, not always. Okay. It, depends. It, depends on, it, it depends on the movie. Sometimes so. the, the movie that I have on VHS, um, and, I, and, and it also, let's say if I have it on VHS there because I purchased it, and then I would say, okay, maybe I'll just keep the VHS yes. and I'll keep the digital as well if I'm not happy with the digital in well, case I want a more pristine copy. I have to say that it makes a, a world of difference because, of course, where you have shelves and shelves and shelves, especially VHS, which is now obsolete and not being sold anymore, but especially VHSs just take up so much room and to put them all mm -hmm. into this little baby you know, hard drive is just fabulous and it just saves up so much room. And, and there, are, there are a lot of different companies, a lot of things yeah. that, were, that were just at CES. Uh, consumer Electronics Show mm -hmm. uh, out in Las Vegas. Um, they talked all about all sorts of different things. There, there are systems that are coming out that are that are 
directed just to this. So, okay. well, let's go to the last uh, one we have is from one of our regular uh, writers and and listeners who uh, we have up who has a beautiful ass we know and mm-hmm. uh, we have up on our page is Kai. He goes, hi, it's Kai again. I have two questions. Last Friday, oh, this is interesting. I went to Tower Records to buy some uh, shows on DVD. While I was walking through the section of the store, uh, he was walking through the horror section, and he uh, he saw uh, title a Jet Set production, The Hole, uh, between Stephen King's It and the 1960s horror film. Uh, now I have seen the whole. I haven't seen the whole yet, but I like to know: is it more a horror film than a porno? Um, and was it there accidentally as a joke? Um, there are two versions. Oh, are there? And um, there's, there's, other question is soft, softcore version, which is going to it, it's going to have this. It's going to have. Oh, like there the is softcore, a softcore version. It's of sort it? of a softcore ver- sex version. Um, it's not going to have. If you if you're interested in gay porn, it's probably not going to be for you. It, it's kind of campy. I mean, okay, it, so it really is there. I see. I was laughing, going, somebody really put it there as a joke, but there really is a version. It of could it. be normally, normally because it's it, it is still gay, well, sex centric. So it's it would it would be. But I mean, so it's an, and rated R because they uh, they probably don't get hard, uh, but you can see their penises, right? I'm trying to remember. I know that there's a softcore version. I I will confess I haven't seen it. Okay. So and and it was released. There, there, there's several things. There's several companies. Lucas Kazan has a whole bunch where they have released them sort of one, and then it's under a different title. They'll do sort okay. of a softcore version where it's sort of the the, the 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 beautiful bodies and what people look like and the different sort of emphasis. And you reviewed so. the whole like several uh, months ago, and it was basically a takeoff of The Ring, right? Yes. So um, we talked about that. And then his uh, last question was: There be any longer versions of your video podcast? And that would be you. Are there? You mean other than... Well, then our video minute. We, we have, uh, what about, like maybe five or six times a year we have uh, video Yeah, we do clips. video for, for special events and yeah. things like that. I don't know if anybody really wants to sit through our regular <laughs> podcast of seeing us. Um, but the videos uh, that we do create are very minute, exciting. The right. video, um, well, the video minutes are exciting, and well, actually, your ideas are brilliant. And right. uh, and the video minute is just is a nice little cute thing that you can look at. And you know, if you're sort of deciding your time price, and you're like, yeah. I don't know if I want to deal with these bozos for for forty, <laughs> 40 plus minutes. Um, and let me just look at the video minute, and I'll see if I like it. Okay. And also gives you again a view of what the toy looks like. Yes. A little clip of what the of what the MTFT is, and hopefully some humor because I'm really excited to see this video minute because <laughs> apparently you, the way you start off on it, it's like I don't know if you're gonna like it because you know uh, I probably had too much to drink and did something stupid. We'll see. Um, so that was Kai's letter, and we thank you for writing in. And um, if you would like to write in, as uh, Evan has already said, uh, uh, info at gayporntalk.com. How do they reach us at Skype? Uh, they would call us again at uh, gayporntalk.com or. If they're calling from a regular phone, okay. um, they could also leave us a message at 202-470-2493. Oh, great. And so uh, we hope you have a wonderful week. And, uh, and uh, that's it for me. That's it for me. Stay Holla. hard. Bye. Oh, those guys are fast. <laughs>